This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. You're listening to the Mostly Harmless Podcast. Or at least you better be. friends welcome to the most of the podcast i'm your host damn it damien all right buddies boy am i excited to bring you today's episode uh this is a long time episode in the making well a long time about six months in the making but today we sit down with my favorite band of the year hard girls now of course uh hard girls are three very nice young men <laughs> uh, much like Cheap Girls are one of the other hundreds of girl bands that are out there that are actually dudes. We talk about that in today's episode, so I'll, I'll shut up about it now. Um, but we've been after this episode for a while now. I tried originally to do this interview when the band was on tour with Andrew Jackson Jihad. Uh, there just wasn't enough time in the day. Um, and then um, I, I've been lucky enough to see these guys three times in one year, and that's... Whew. I'm a lucky, lucky, lucky boy. I saw these guys again with Andrew Jackson Jihad. I caught up with them at the Fest in Gainesville, but um, my Fest adventures, which I'm still working on trying to find a way to uh, document for those on the internet webs. I tried to drink 100 beers in one weekend and failed miserably. I made it somewhere around 60, 65, maybe even 70, uh, but no, nowhere near 100. But as you can imagine, I was completely drunk, completely obliterated, got lost on my way to the Hard Girls show a dozen times, one around Gainesville. Uh, luckily, my friend Alex and I convened somewhere, some random street corner, and we went to the show together. Holy crap, they were great. And then some, sometime after that show, uh, I think it might have been after the Artless Nancy show, um, I ended up running into either Mike or Morgan or both. I'm pretty sure I ran into Morgan and harassed them about doing an interview in Denver. They actually don't remember this conversation, but whatever. I somehow missed Shinobu, Shinobu because I was – just drunk and wandering the streets trying to find the high dive in Gainesville and couldn't find it. Um, I don't know how I remember actually watching Hard Girl set. Maybe it was because Alex was there with me, but enough about that. But I harassed those dudes there in Gainesville. They didn't uh, They didn't remember any harassment, so who knows? Maybe, maybe who knows who the hell I was talking to? I don't know. I don't know, buddies. <laughs> don't, moral of the story is don't try to drink 100 beers in one weekend because that is, that is a recipe for disaster. Uh, but still, so I met up with the Hard Girls dudes in Denver. And, you know, what's cool is uh, we, we had hung out a couple times before Denver and Gainesville. And it felt it felt instantly like I was reconvening with old friends. Um, you know, these guys feel like people I've known my entire life. And I think that really comes out in today's episode. Um, it's not full of my boring, my brand of boring stock questions where I'm asking people about their early musical journeys and origins and whatnot. Instead, we just sit down, we start drinking beers, and we just start chatting. And uh, the only time I ever pulled out any of my uh, pre formatted questions was just to make sure there was nothing I was really missing you know um, we talked a little bit about uh, the band you know the hard girls being the backing band for Jesse Michaels uh, classics of love record of course Jesse Michaels is op Ivy Jesse Michaels and um, you know could we have talked a little bit more about that yeah but we kept the conversation going organically we kept it real we kept it awesome and uh, really I feel like I've, I've made some really good friends with these guys and um, you know, I mentioned to somebody the other day, Joey Cape talks 
in the interview we did with him a few weeks back about um, about it's really hard to make new friends after 30 and then I, I've lived in Denver a year and a half now I've lived in Colorado 13 years but I found that after I've turned 30 I've met met and made some of the most memorable friendships of my entire life so joey i just don't think you're looking hard enough dude um but yeah i I feel and and hopefully it's not weird or creepy for me to say this i got a vibe i got a feeling that i'm going to be good friends with uh mike max and morgan for a very very long time and we've making some lifelong friendships here buddies make some lifelong friendships so um i'm gonna you know I don't really know what else to say other than, you know, Hard Girls have put out my favorite record of the year. Uh, it's the one I've listened to the most more than anything else. Uh, the record is, of course, A Thousand Surfaces. The artwork's done by Jesse Michaels of, you know, Op Ivy Classics of Love and uh, 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 I forget the other name of his band all of a sudden off the top of my head because I'm ridiculous and wasn't even planning on going on this tangent. Again, I've been sitting here drinking Death Wish Coffee, buddies, deathwishcoffee.com. Visit them for all your... Uh, over caffeinated needs. I drink about a pot of this stuff a day and it really, really helps me get through my day and my week. So that's why I'm kind of rambling on like a, like a madman. But then again, I am kind of a madman. Anyway, a thousand services. One of my favorite records of the year, Asian man records. We talked a little bit about Mike Park, uh, Shinobu, which is Mike's other band. Um, they're, they're doing a record release in the Bay area, bottom of the hill. San Francisco, uh, January 9th. And, you know, I'm, I actually like what I've heard off that record so much and just like hanging out with these dudes so much that I might actually fly out there. I've got friends and family that live in Oakland that I haven't seen, that I haven't seen in years. And it's like, well, maybe maybe it's time to take a trip out there. And so hopefully hopefully when we go out there, I can maybe, maybe we can get Mike Park on the show. Maybe, maybe I can uh, see if I can track down Jesse Michaels or something and definitely do sh- some Shinobu sh- stuff. Man, try to say that five times fast after have, having a pot of coffee. Oh, i got to get a new microphone. This thing is kind of cutting out on me. All right. Um, I'm going to quit rambling because I've rambled enough uh, thanks to Death Wish Coffee. We're going to go ahead and open this show up. We're going to play three songs on today's episode. Uh, this first one is probably – it's the song. It's the gateway song. It's the one that gets you sucked in, gets you, gets you taken a hold. It's The Quark from A Thousand Surfaces. Uh, it's a Morgan song. And then uh, we're going to end the episode with another track off this record. And I'm going to play a track off Shinobu's record because we do talk a little bit about uh, Shinobu today. So I will check back in. I'll check back in and do an outro uh, thingamabob. But uh, let's go ahead and start this interview off now with The Cork from A Thousand Services. Out now, Asian Man Records, my favorite record of the year. Um, give it a listen if you haven't heard of it already because I think you're going to fall madly in love with it just as I have. Uh, let's take a listen.
laughing in my face How long, how long, how long have Adam's better love? How long, how long, how long my mind is like a quarter to yours We bought a uh, trio of uh, Midwestern beers yesterday Schlitz Grain old belt and, and old style. Oh, yeah, I, I hope the van doesn't smell too bad for you. Oh my no, god! No, I, I mean I've toured. I don't know how this could work. Literally, this is literally a monster. Literally truck. a monster. Truck. <laughs> has a big dick for sure. Well, you gotta <laughs> wonder: is it a bender or is it a rep or is it's it just a, a dude rep. that just? It's a dude or you mean a guy that takes money? I'm, I'm locking the, the door though because this guy's scary. Well, he probably he either takes money to have that decal on his truck. Yeah, it's one or the other. Or he has a rep. Thanks for the uh, band beer. Yeah, of yeah, course. For sure. Yeah, I don't know. Cheers. That yeah, cheers, cheers Jets. Cheers, all. To an embarrassing interview. <laughs> no, it'll be fun. Like, it's 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 less an interview and just more a chat amongst friends, you know? Sweet, nice. yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys listen to podcasts or anything. I rip off uh, Mark Marin. Does WTF. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I've heard of that. Uh, I have yeah. not. Is this I have yet to listen to it. What's that? This is live then, huh? No, 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 no. It'll be transcribed? No, no, no. No, no, this is audio. But I mean, it's just like the recording. Yeah, yeah, it's just audio. That's fine. Cool. So so it's like a radio, I don't know, radio. Yeah. Yeah. I'm familiar with radio. Audio. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, I mean, I'm already recording. We're going to have all this in there. Wow. That's good. Uh Uh-oh. That's just how it works. My Um, unfamiliarity with the future is going to show. Yeah, Mike, I don't know if you've heard of a little (laughs) thing called radio. A guy named Marconi invented it. You can send your voice miles away what? someone can hear you that's, that's crazy that's how i explain okay, it to the, that's crazy to, for, for the layman's like uh when, when i run into people people are like oh yeah i do an internet radio show they're like oh what does that mean i'm like well i just take mp3s of interviews i do and throw them up online mm. like oh i get that why is it yeah yeah podcast i don't know what the fuck that means yeah. So. Yeah. uh but enough about that let's talk about you guys so uh we're, we're hanging out in front of the summit music hall aka moon room with the hard girls, yes. gentlemen. Yes. The band is a par- name is a parody of what? Soft boys. Yeah. Yeah. Soft boys. Yeah. Soft boys. It's the, it's the inverse mm. of soft boys. Yeah. Mm. I I realized that once I got here, I'm wearing a cheap girls hoodie. Oh, that's right. So go. that's uh, the two girl bands that are full of uh, boys. Boys. I unfortunately realized there's a lot more of them now too. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. It's probably a bad choice. Since but. then, I've heard of like four or five other ones, but uh, well. I think we weren't even entirely. Aware of cheap girls at the time that we we yeah. chose the yeah. name, but because you guys have we been are, a, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, because you guys have been around a lot longer than uh, a like lot of people would six, realize. There's almost seven years. I yeah, think. I'm sure. By the beginning of next year, it'll be seven years. Holy yeah. shit! So it's been a long time, but we're just it's now 2008. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's just that we didn't really tour all that much before. <laughs> yeah, and you guys are in like how many b- different bands amongst each other? Like mm-hmm. you're in what Shinobu? Is mm-hmm. that the name of it? Yeah. Did I say it right? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. cool. between the three of us, including Hard Girls, it's three real bands. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Mike's in Shinobu. Max and I were in a band called Pterodon that doesn't really do anything anymore. And then uh, we were all in Classics of Love. Too. Oh yeah, but I, forgot, I almost forgot about that. <laughs> Jesus, you guys are also in Marathon States with Jason. Oh yeah, that's true. We do kind of a one-off recording thing with uh, this guy Jason yeah. from a band called Short Round that was yeah. on Asian Man. 
So, so for the last what, eight, seven, eight years, you guys have been busy, just not necessarily with this. Yeah, <laughs> <We're> busy <laughs> pra- practicing. Yeah. I guess yeah, we, we practice. Well, do, I'm doing other things. Like yeah. Mike got a degree. Yeah, we were uh, just kind of busy with our lives, yeah. and then now we're finally just kind of doing it. Yeah, and it, and it's one of those records. Like, uh, I can't remember if it's my buddy Alex who's in there, or my buddy Ruben that will be here because I get them both confused because they both have the similar music taste and they they're both skinny nerdy dudes. But one of them was like. Uh, Posted on Facebook, fucking can't wait for the new Hard Girls record, can't wait for the new Hard Girls record. And I'm like, never even heard of this, guys. Uh, listened to the stuff on the band camp and was like, this is fucking great. Hit up Mike Park. God bless Mike Park. And was like, hey, can I get a Vance copy of this record? And yeah. he sent it to me about a month before it came out. And, nice, oh, nice. Um, it's probably my favorite record of the year. Oh, thanks, man. Oh, thank you. Thanks a lot. Um, yeah. I, I was having a hard time deciding. Somebody was like, well, what is your favorite? You know, oh, I can't figure it out. I can't figure it out. I was like, what, what have you listened to the most? And I'm like, well, the Hard Girls record, so... I guess if that's the qualifier, it's cool. record, you know. <laughs> Thanks, man. Not, not to kiss your ass too much. Well, that Pup record is really good. And it's like, yeah, that's, yeah. Really good. that's, that's my, my favorite record of the year. Yeah. That's up, that's in mine for sure. Yeah. yeah. So so it's one of those, it's like, I really like that record, and I really like this one, but this one definitely has had more plays. So, so it's like eight years, but you guys are finally making that push. Why are you guys making that push now? Why did it take so long? Think, Other than school, work, and... Well, yeah. I think we tried to do it the way you're supposed to, and then we realized that it sucks. It's like, it's not... When, yeah. you, when you make music and you like doing it, and you have a chance to actually do it, then you should fucking do it instead of doing... You know, basically all the kind of, like, prescribed paths of for parents' generation are falling apart. Yeah. And um, to begin with, they weren't all that great also, yeah. and so it's like... When you get... Like, I think we did this casually enough to finally then realize that, like... Personally, at least, I can't speak for everyone, but I personally feel like I was like, was trying to keep a safety net open, and then I realized that the safety net is fucking sucks. You know, it's yeah. like it's 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 not a life that I want. It's not a life that I want in the first place, and yet I was like trying to keep that open. Um, and now I'm realizing you just gotta kind of give yourself up to yeah. what you know the groove that you fit in, kind of. Yeah, I don't. I don't. We we had like a long conversation, like. Uh, two years ago? No, it was, it was probably was it just a year and a half. Ago. Yeah, yeah, maybe a year and a half ago. Yeah. About, like, committing to music more. And I don't think that our record would be as good if we hadn't committed to doing it a little bit more but seriously. I feel the same way, yeah. Yeah, we uh, so. kind of, like, met and um, just kind of discussed what we were going to do. And, um, yeah, just talked about, like, should we just give up everything else yeah. and just and really yeah. do this? It's kind of well, like if... If we crash and burn doing this, then it doesn't matter because we're going to crash and burn anyway. Right. Yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> if it's the thing that you love the most and that you're the best at, then at least try to do it for yeah. real. Totally. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know? The worst that happens is that we play a bunch of shows with nobody, which we were already doing. Yeah. So it's like, you know, like, yeah. we knew how bad that could get. At least be proud of it for yourself. Yeah. That's, yeah. Like, that's the kind of the conversation nice. that we had. How old are you guys? Uh, I'm 30. I'm yeah. 30 also. I'm 27. Okay. Well, I'm 33, and I'm I'm going through those very same like uh, I'm having like this kind of weird crisis. I I lived in Colorado Springs, and I'll, I'll make it short about myself because nobody okay. gives a shit. Lived in Colorado Springs for 12 years. I was running music venues, and I hit my glass ceiling, and but I, I got bored and started interviewing bands, and it was like this again. I had done it in my teens, did zines and whatnot, and yeah. it was my I was like, holy fuck, why haven't I been doing this? My why did I ever quit? And yeah. Yeah. so I moved to Denver to be around more bands, do it more, got a part-time job. I'm like, I'm just going to work part-time. I'm going to do the interviews full-time, part, like full-time. Yeah. yeah. Can't afford to live in Denver working part-time. Yeah. I would believe yeah. that, yeah. So next thing you know, I'm working full-time, 
the the interview stuff is even more part time than like it's it's like once every month or a couple of weeks, and it's like, yeah. but this isn't what I want to do. So yeah. I'm, I'm very jealous of you guys for being like, fuck it, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I mean, we are losing a lot. Along it's the definitely way. hard. It's yeah. not. It's not like uh, like I moved out of my apartment with my girlfriend August first, mid a tour, and then she's not working. Right so, now, yeah, so we've Morgan's been staying been with friends. I, we just got an apartment in a new city where we're moving to uh, December 1st. Yeah, where's so, that? Uh, in Chico, which okay, is like three yeah. hours from San Jose, which is going to be hard, but yeah, yeah, but it's, I mean, it's cheaper and it's, yeah, I mean, I can't really afford to live in San Jose. Yeah, it's, right, it's right, right now I'm sort of couch hopping as well, yeah. and Mike is working remotely so he can, yeah, Mike works uh, several hours a day for on the computer in the van, just, <laughs> so. just so that I can afford like the bare minimum of like my because it's like with the per diems and on touring, I can like not go into the hole, like I'm not spending any of my personal money, yeah. but basically, I have to work enough every day so that. I can pay my rent at home. Like, just, just reach that bare minimum, you know, which is mm. a fucking lot. It's, yeah. um, what, are, what are you doing remotely? Uh, I work for, like, a photography company, and so it's just okay. kind of, like, communicating stuff for, like, between photographers and the schools where they're shooting photos, basically. Cool. Um, do, you but, have that, do you have a mobile router in here, too? Yeah, I had to yeah. buy one. Yeah. I, had to, I had to, like, and <laughs> I tried to do it in nice. yeah. Well, it, it is, but it's also, like... It's also kind of a nightmare because it means that you're never really like uh, in it. You know, oh, you're yeah. always like pulled into another world a little bit. So this this big push after all this time, like this comes after you guys were uh, Jesse Michaels' backing band. For, yeah. does, did that have a big effect on this current trajectory? Uh, I think it helped us play different. I think it helped yeah. us play better together because it was like a new. St- like thing for us to be doing yeah. together. Yeah, so I we think, had to like stretch yeah. in different ways. You know, yeah. like all, all, I think all of us. Right, right. I, mean, right I yeah, sorry, love like you know '80s hardcore, and that that most recent classic of Love Record is really like '80s hardcore influence. And but we never really played in bands like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just think it made us tighter. You know, I don't. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. So in that sense, yeah, it was it was super I think, helpful, but yeah. it's totally different stylistically. Yeah. yeah. And I think I think not a lot of people have since been like. I want to see Jesse's band without Jesse. We don't get any of that. So it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's cool. It's like something that people want to talk to us about, but nobody is going to be like, I want to see like fucking Alter Bridge, you know? Right, like, yeah. It's like, that's just not a thing. I, I think the, the, like, arranging, like, Jesse would write songs and we would help him arrange them and I would write bass parts and stuff like that and Max would write drum parts and like leads and stuff like that. So doing that, <laughs> I think and his songs are so good like recording that and like putting a lot of effort into it I was very proud of that record the yeah. playing on it and I, I that kind of made too. me realize yeah. like how like if we get, this is really good like I'm really proud of this I don't know if people are going to like it but I think yeah. it sounds yeah. fucking awesome it just mm-hmm. made us so, all want to work harder and yeah. try so once hard I, to yeah. make ourselves happy I think yeah. once we had that like uh, for me like once I was like this is yeah. Great! I'm so proud of this. That kind of like bumped it up to where I let's. I want to try to do it again. Yeah. You know? and, and then you guys, did you guys tour? Do well the fly-in stuff kind of a little, a little bit. bit. We did yeah. like a tiny uh, like Midwest tour, probably like five or six states, and then we did a UK tour. But that was before we really had anything out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was when we had uh, like an EP out, and which it's was not the, the EP is very bad. <laughs> Yeah, but this is uh, classics of love stuff. Though. Yeah, classics yeah. of love stuff. We did yeah. we did one really short 
like West Coast tour yeah. too, like four yeah. days or something. But but people show up to see him no matter what because he's Operation Ivy guy, right? Mostly, yeah. Yeah. some of the shows so in the UK, not, not yeah. in not England. You'd be surprised that uh, in England, not too many people really care. Yeah, we played in fucking uh, so, uh, Plymouth. Plymouth, yeah, we played in Plymouth, where there was literally two people in the audience, oh, and then right kids, after yes. it ended. There was a punk DJ night where there was a line out the door to get in. Yeah, like, it was there like, were like, there like, like immediately, forty people yeah. waiting to pay money to, just, to come to, to do a punk DJ night, yeah, yeah, and people like, didn't come to the free show that we had earlier. Yeah, it was just a free show. I forgot. <laughs> it was about a free that. show. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, that's right. That was that was, that was, that was, that was like, I felt like that was a slap in the face, but yeah. it was like it was one that we had to go through. And that's we stayed at the two people's apartment. It was a guy and his girlfriend. Yeah, they were both really nice. Stayed at their apartment after that night and watched backstage passport. No effect. Steve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> part, I think part two might eventually actually come out soon. Oh, nice! I don't know. Mike Park stayed up all night watching that, and then slept like he got hour. three hours of sleep, and yeah. then and then made us watch it with him in the morning. Yeah, woke us up and was like, "I watched this. It's, it's incredible. You have to see it." And then made us watch it at like eight in the morning. Yeah. That fucking guy. Yeah. Um, so, so I can imagine though, like on the shows that did do well, that kind of was part of the spark. That's like, fuck it. I I, I like this. This feeling I get when people are actually oh, showing yeah, up, so. yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we already—I felt like we were already like really happy with the way we were playing together before it. But I think it yeah. was the first time where we really like saw that you could play in front of people. <laughs> you know, it's like we we yeah. were so used to playing in front of basically like our friends, friends, friends of friends, or like a couple of people were like. How, how do you like us? How do you even know? Like it's yeah. just like our friends and our friends of friends who are here. You know, that, so, I, yeah. yeah, it like it. I felt like we already were really happy with the way we were playing with each other, but that was a different thing. For it sure. was getting everybody else into it. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was just there was finally people that we didn't know at the yeah. shows, you know. Yeah. So you guys put out this record, and then like, I mean, I I love it. I know a lot of other people that really really like it, uh, and people I hope are showing up. Yeah. How, I mean, how, how how are you accepting of that? Is that is it? It's, it's like been, where the who the fuck are you? Well, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I'm, I think we're getting a little bit used to it now because it's the yeah. first time ever where there's like people that we don't know coming mm-hmm. to see us. Yeah. Basically. And so now it's like I can see that that actually happens, you know. But, yeah. but uh, it's not like we're. It's hard. We don't normally play and headline shows not away from yeah. California, but yeah. it's I'm getting more used to just playing the best that I can like no matter how many people are there or yeah. not and not being bummed out about it because that's not worth it like it's going to make I mean, yeah. my day horrible like, we, I might we traveled well... you know 12 hours to get somewhere <laughs> 8 hours to get somewhere yeah. I might as well be happy right. with what I'm doing yeah. 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 for yeah. the 30 yeah. minutes that I actually, I'm actually doing something you know uh, yeah Instead of just like sitting in the van or driving the van or like looking at snacks in a grocery store or like yeah. a gas station yeah. So how surprised are you with the reception towards the album? I take it it's been pretty good. Like the those people that it's got to, you know, Mike Park. That that's that's the one like bad. I want to say, quote unquote bad thing about Asian Man is he doesn't do PR mm. work. He does, he does it all himself. Him. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't really do. He anything. actually did uh, like more than he would for other bands. Like most of the other bands that put records out on Asian Man, I feel are either yeah like pretty like more established in the first place. <coughs> yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, it's not you know Asian Man doesn't have like a PR yeah, division. You know, it's, it's, it's yeah. Mike and it's our Mike friend Mark Bob, and our friend yeah. Bob. You know, from like they do say. mail order oh, yeah. and like yeah. you know he works part time like well, like probably thirty hours That's, a week. But yeah, when, before we really went for it, I talked to Mike and I was like, listen, we, we all talked. We're gonna try and go at it full time. And he like 
tried to talk me out of it for so long. He was, he was just like, should have done it earlier. You know, it's just too late. Yeah, you know? he, was like, he I kept saying that. I was like, and we were like, yeah, it'll be great. Like, like I know, like this is the reason we're now choosing to do it instead of just like naively doing it before. But um, uh, still, yeah, he was like, it. It took a lot of like talking him into it, and then he was like, okay, I'll do like, I'll do my best. And like he did do a lot more yeah. work for it than he did for any other ones. But still, it was like, you know, it, it's he d- is not a PR person. He doesn't yeah. have a PR crew at all. He doesn't do anything like that. And so it's like. It got us a few extra reviews. It got us, like, uh, out there a little bit more, and, it, like, that all helped a ton, yeah. you know? And that's way better than anything else we've ever had before yeah. anyway, so. Yeah, it, it's one of those things, like, you guys put out a new record, and I go, and I'm, like, Googling, and I'm, there aren't, like, a hundred different interviews where you guys are answering the same questions and whatnot. And yeah. Actually, no, kind of makes it hard to... for me, because I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, ask whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what we're doing right now, now, but it's, yeah. like, I like to do in-depth research and find out these little, like, nuggets of things you forget you even said. But, yeah. Yeah. but we're we're gonna get those weird little nuggets today, um, but no. So so when people are showing up at the shows, like and people word of mouth it's spreading and whatnot, you got to feel pretty good about your decision to go go for broke, right? Yeah, I mean, if there's people singing along and that are into it, like yeah. that's awesome. That it feels great. Like, yeah, it's been good. It's, it's totally awesome. There's I mean, been a couple of shows in the store where I was just I was amazed. Yeah. yeah, we played like a mystery band set at Fest like on Friday, and that was. Amazing! I'm bummed I missed that. Uh, it was it was, was probably it was one of my favorite shows this tour. Yeah, yeah, it was one of my favorite shows we've ever played. I Which mean, like yeah. people didn't know about it until like the day before, and yeah, people were there, people and that's up. that's insane to me. You know, yeah. Yeah. like and like like you were saying, like I feel I don't feel like the record has like you know Pitchfork hasn't right. given it uh, you know a f- three out of ten yet. You know, we can get there. We can get but, there. Well, maybe we'll get if there. If we're doing but, what they know, don't the, like the people right that now, have we'll heard it or yeah. lower. I do feel like the people that have heard it. Yeah. Hopefully, some of them liking you know. And so I, I mean, I, I it's one of those things. I'm like, listen to this fucking record. Listen yeah. to me. Yeah. I know I post well, every day. I know I post every day about like you should listen to this record. It's one of my favorite <laughs> records of the year. They're like, even every record is your favorite. I'm like, no, this is the one. This is the one. <laughs> and it sounds like I'm pandering, but I'm like that excited about it. Oh, um, thanks, man. Oh, thank thank you. you so much. Um, yeah. And that's why I've harassed you guys so much. No, about yeah, no. I mean, you, I don't think you've. Uh, I don't, yeah, I, I don't think you, I can't remember you physically harassing. Well, no, I'm just I'm just very uh, very You're, self-deprecating. Uh, so. Don't worry yeah. about it. No, you've it's been fine. fine. It's yeah. it's been it's been cool. So, uh, what? I listened to the stuff that's up on Bandcamp. I forget the name. Uh, on your own personal Bandcamp, uh, it's one of the two LPs that's on the table. Oh, okay. Uh, on the Hard Girls Bandcamp. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Isn't, isn't it worse? worse probably? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Isn't okay. it worse? Sorry, I forget no, fucking names like records. Um, so. Between that and the new record, how much time was there? It was a couple of years. Cool. Yeah, that, well, that record we recorded, the Isn't It Worse one, didn't come out until like a year and a half after we recorded it. Yeah, it was, because... it was shelved because, I mean shelved. Quote, yeah, it was because shelved. Yeah. The label shelved it really <laughs> No, I mean, we, we didn't put it out because around that, like right after we recorded it, Mike went moved to Chicago to go to grad For school. For a year, to finish school. And, yeah. um, and then Jeff from a bomb and you know quote unquote like we asked him to put it out basically yeah. Yeah. you know and and he did like a kickstarter type in addition thing. to yeah. like you know a bunch of other people put it out too yeah. Mm. um but yeah that was like we recorded it we wrote those songs like i don't know it was like two years and then we took a break and then those are some pretty early songs in yeah out. those are yeah. not yeah we had a very a, <laughs> the beginning of this band was very slow yeah very long incubation yeah, but yeah, we were the when we went to record that, 
we asked our friend Skylar, who worked at Asian Man at the time. He was he also does live sound at Bottom of the Hill at the club in San Francisco. But he was like, "Oh, I'll record you guys! I got this week." And so we we're like, "All right." And then it was two weeks until we were we were gonna go there, and was like, "Oh, we don't." We're like play, looking at all the songs we have. And we're like, we really only have five songs. Yeah. Oh shit! So yeah. the two weeks before, we wrote two more. Yeah, me and, and then, both just like jammed in. Two <laughs> we songs each wrote a like song, it. and then we ended up having to record like a solo and acoustic song just to make it nine songs. And then Mike moved to Chicago. Like what? Like two weeks later? A month later? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, yeah. it was like, and then so we didn't put it out because it was like, well, we can't. It, it took a while to get finished, but it, there was no way we could play a show until Mike came back. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> So between that time and this new record, I take it all these songs just... When you guys went in to record the new record, did you just have like 100 songs to pick from or... We had everything we recorded is on the record. Yeah, yeah. everything yeah. Like we wrote. We had, that, <laughs> we had we one had. other one that we didn't do. Um, Which that one was like, that? The, um, the one where you talked about the... Uh, um, the Silkworm song and the uh, Tom Verlaine song. Remember? Um, I forget the name of it now. I don't remember. Was it one that we had like we had parts to? It was one. It was pretty much filled out, and then by the time we went, we were, like I think we decided it wasn't very good. Basically. I don't remember that one. Was it in D? Yeah, I think it was in D. Okay, yeah. that kind of. I don't remember. Well. Anyway, but like yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. We had was, one other song, but otherwise yeah. everything. That else we didn't record. We didn't even it. record. It was that. pretty much uh, when Mike got back, and then we started practicing more. We just started writing songs like pretty quickly. Yeah, and we were all really happy with them, and then we just. Yeah. yeah, I think all the songs are probably written and recorded within six months. I think probably maybe. about that. Yeah, yeah, crazy. What I like about it is it has a good ebb and flow to the record. Like it goes yeah. up and down in movements <coughs> and parts. So that, did that just naturally happen? Just through writing all these songs in six months, or was it a little planned? Uh, well, I mean, all the songs were written the way they were. We yeah. didn't like plan to write a record really, but like. I think about sequencing on records a lot. I feel like it has to be, like, yeah. there has to be a flow to it. And I think, like, we talked about it a bit. And it, um, I just remember, like, having a pretty, like, set idea of what certain parts of it, like, the order of certain parts of it, basically. Just because it's, like, you can have 100 great songs if you put them in the wrong order. It's, like, you, yeah. you lose someone along the way, basically. Yeah. The sequencing was pretty... We did spend a bit of time on that. Yeah. Like, making sure that it... Especially because it's, like, there's... Well. Yeah, there's songs that, like, are quite a bit different than other ones and so like, yeah. fitting them together you have to you have to yeah. kind of take the time to do yeah. it I, I never would have guessed they just randomly happened it feels very like from somebody who's listened to it a lot it feels very uh, conscious very like now we're gonna go into this you know yeah. it, it, it feels yeah. like you guys that's wrote like a concept album well so, that's yeah. the thing that's, yeah. that's like putting them in the right order that's a, yeah I think that's important a lot yeah the songs are I feel like on that record that was like a first time where we sort of embraced like trying ideas like even if it like some of those songs I would write on acoustic guitar or it would just be like here's just <laughs> one riff and then we would Mike yeah. and I would work on it and we'd all arrange it together so it's like it's more very collaborative so yeah I feel yeah. like it was probably our, like our most collaborative thing. Well, yeah, most of the sure. songs besides like one or two maybe I feel like everything was just pretty much like a part or two and then we just worked on it all together yeah. to try and pull it together yeah Nice, nice. Um, so the record came out. You guys uh, went on tour with Andrew Jackson Jihad. Mm-hmm. What was it like playing in front of uh, what five hundred little fifteen-year-olds every single night? <laughs> well, it, their their crowd is surprisingly like insanely diverse. Yeah. There's like there, oh sorry yeah. Yeah. Know, there's, there's whatever. <laughs> there's that there's Crescent. that there, uh, and then um, there's also like there's multiple nights where there'd be like pretty 
like uh, middle-aged people just Oh yeah, yeah I think the, the oldest person think I saw at their show was a guy in uh, Vancouver who was at least sixty years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly. <laughs> yeah, the guy with a ponytail. Too. But yeah. yeah, exactly. And he wasn't there like with anyone. He just came. No, he, he was in yeah. the band. <laughs> I feel, I feel like cool. it's there. There are people who um, are like in the thread of like this. This is a band that is a folk punk band, you right. know, which mm-hmm. there's so much more than that. And then there are other people who are sort of like realizing that they're also very like mountain goats yeah mountain goats influence or like sure, yeah. you know what I mean like I think that well, there's definitely a thread that runs between yeah but yeah. yeah I think it goes it goes both ways but regardless the shows were yeah it was, fun. it was a lot it of was, fun yeah it was crazy them. plus uh, yeah. like Sean also is just like very sincerely into folk not just like yeah, yeah, yeah. not just like folk punk you know and so it's like he also kind of like I think <laughs> there is a thing that he brings to it that like people who like just like Jackson Brown can also appreciate yeah. or people who just like Vonnegut can appreciate or you know like whatever it is like it's he brings in a lot of disparate kind of like people who connect to it you know yeah. it was a lot of fun playing with him and it was, it was those also, shows yeah, were all great those yeah. shows were fucking fantastic yeah yeah we've, we've known Sean and Ben for a long 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 time <laughs> yeah so. and we've never been to Canada before so yeah, yeah that, that was, was great that was a good Canada. opportunity had that been the uh, longest time you guys had been on the road? With this band, yeah. yeah. Well, we did that one tour, the first fest tour. It was probably... That was only like two and a half Oh, weeks. was it? Okay, yeah. so they, yeah, that was the, the longest. Yeah, maybe like, less, yeah. yeah. But this tour now, the one that started with Pup and then turned into Antarctica Vespucci, this is the longest time that we've been on the road. Yeah. Like, yeah. In, in like one chunk. This is probably the longest time I've been on the road with anything since I was like 22, maybe. Maybe, <laughs> uh, maybe I did one longer. Maybe it was just as long as this, but like... It's been a, it's been a long time. Me and Max, the past couple of nights have both just been like, so much has happened in the past couple of weeks. Like, yeah. I feel like we've been gone forever. Yeah, the first show was October seventeenth. It's, yeah. it's 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 kind of hard to process too when you look back. It's like fuck. It, you get home, people are like, how was tour? What what happened? And you're like, yeah, yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. Totally. And like so much, so many other things are have happened in their life at home yeah. that you. It's like so much shit has happened since yeah. then. You know. Uh, yeah, you kind of uh, gone. It's like the uh, the twins. One goes out into space, and the other one comes, you know, comes back. <laughs> yeah, so, and it's it's it like does kind of like distort your time sense. I think I being think on tour because you know like concept of like days of the week. Yeah. You and know? it's so much hurry up and wait. It's yeah. like yeah, definitely. drive as far as you can, get here all right, two hours, put your stuff in there. It's all Are everything you're doing tonight? is for like <laughs> the thirty-five or forty minutes a night that you play. Like that's. It's such a weird. It's very strange. It is. It's, it's still like a lot of work, you know, because you're. <laughs> it's strange because like. You're driving so much more than you're playing, you yeah. know, and that's a really weird idea to me. You know, no, I, mean, I mean, it's it's great, but it's but it's, it also like turns it into something that's mo- much more than a nine to five. You know, like it, like you end up oh, yeah. working way more. It's just that it, <laughs> yeah. it also gets like condensed really intensely down to like thirty minutes at a time. Yeah. But you're still working like all day, basically. You yeah, know? It, it it takes a special kind of person to do it. I'm lucky. I think I'm one of those people, and you guys all seem to like each other still. So yeah. I'm going to take it that you guys are those kind of those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, no, it's nice. How's, I feel like yeah, we've a, all known each other a long time. Each other. Yeah. yeah, I've been playing. Morgan and I've been playing music together since like I was like 13 or 14, and yeah. he was you know 14 or 15. Yeah, and uh, we've known Mike since just from super <laughs> early San Jose punk scene since we were all like first going to shows and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think it was probably like. Like 19, 18, 19, probably something like that. Yeah, I think we met you. So we've almost known each other. We've known Mike for almost 10 years. Yeah, that's what 
That's what we, our, our old band Pterodon <laughs> and Shinobi, we ended up splitting a practice space like probably like eight or ten years ago. It might have been ten years ago. I think it was ten years ago. Yeah. I feel like pretty much as soon as we met you and everybody else in Shinobu, like I've seen Shinobu more times than I've seen any other band. That was the only and band in San Jose that sounded enough like us to be, and they were nice <laughs> yeah, enough and we, to be we were make a lot friends different. with. Yeah, yeah. 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 we didn't sound the same. Yeah, I think it was uh, like we had the same sort of like uh, spirit. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, for sure. yeah. Uh, oh, do you want to open? Should we? Uh, Mystery oh, Hello. Hey, um, friend. So somebody wants to buy one of your shirts. I just don't know how much you're selling them for, and if you're okay with, and I wanted to ask if you're okay with me going through your shit. Oh, you can oh, go through. Uh, I'll just go. Yeah, because okay, I, I want to see this. Fun. I want to see this band. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I, mean, I don't mind running other people's merch. I, I, you just gotta tell me what you sell for. Sell them for. No, it's yeah, no, it's okay. Yeah. I, we should probably get in there. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, I'll, I'll wrap this up right now. Okay. I'm not trying to be a jerk. No, no, no. You're not being a jerk. Thank you very much. It's nice. Um. You go sell your stuff. I'll wrap it up with these two. All right. Yeah, I was um, just looking at the time, and I'm like, oh, man, we've been out of here for like 28 uh, minutes now. Yeah, we got a lot. It's been a good time. Long uh, I think it's a phrase, Goodbye, right? everybody. Yeah, nice. Bye. Good luck. Um, nice. So, uh, yeah, just to wrap it up, uh, you guys are going home in a couple of days, and uh, yes. what, what's the next big adventure for you? I don't know. We're going to be touring, hopefully, out to South by Southwest, nice. like, February, March. Yeah. yeah. That's the next, like, thing. We have a few... A few Bay Area shows. Yeah. And, like, uh, two in December and one in January. And then, yeah. And then, yeah, next uh, next tour will probably be in spring. And just between then and now, like, Morgan's going to settle into his new place. Yeah. Me and Max I'm are moving. both going back to work. And then we're going to just start working on the new songs, basically. Yeah. And Shinobu... Mm. Just putting out a new record. You want to yeah. talk about that a little bit? Uh, sure. I mean, it was recorded mm. like over a year ago, also, um, <laughs> and it's going to be released in uh, January. I think it's the best Shinobu record easily we've ever done. It's the closest thing to like. It's the closest thing I've ever done to either a concept album or a political album, and it's a little bit of both. And like, uh, it. I feel really good about it, but it's also like the darkest thing I've ever done. You know, so it's like I, uh, I'm a little bit worried. About I think it, it so. sounds really good. I think it's my favorite of your guys' stuff. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like the music is the best, but I feel like it's just like I kind of took the filter off real hard. Yeah, you know? that's so, good. Um, yeah, it was. I, I feel good about it for sure. Nice. Um, what do, What do you get out of that band that you don't get out of this band, and vice versa? Is there does it tap into a different brain space a different like a little bit I mean well Shinobu like I've been in Shinobu since I was like 18 yeah, pretty fair much enough. and it was like the first project that I started where I was like this is gonna be what I wanna do with music it's not gonna be a punk band it's not gonna be like any kind of kind of band it's gonna be like what I wanna do you know and like I didn't really know what the hell I was doing for a lot of it so a lot of it was like I feel like Shinobu was just kind of like process it's all just like it's the process recorded, you know, instead of, like, yeah. uh, something really well thought out. And a lot of it has just been, like, ideas that I like. I like a lot of albums that just sound like they're a bunch of ideas. Like, I wanted it to sound like a Sebado album, usually, or, like, the early Deerhoof albums early, where they're, like, just, it just sounds like a bunch of, like, stuff. A bunch of weird stuff cool. that doesn't sound like um, it's trying to be anything but itself, kind of. But then... This is the first time ever where, like, it was the idea is to just, like, write uh, an album. And it was basically just because there was, like, one or two songs where, like, I wrote them. They just were kind of coming out, and I was like, well, I don't really fit in with Hard Girls, because Hard Girls is really more about, like, the three of us working together on it, you know? And, like, really, like, bringing the songs together, and those ones are just coming out really concrete, kind of. Um, and uh, so they, they just kind of, like, 
It was concrete in a way, though. Like, concrete in that the structure was really concrete, but then I usually am just like, play whatever you play whatever <laughs> you want, you know? Like, yeah. I bring them kind of like the chords and the lyrics and the structure of the song and just like want them all to do whatever they want to do, you know? Um, but I'm, I'm really excited about the new Chanel album. Cool. I think it's... Uh, I think it's really intense and good, and I just worry that uh, people are going to think it's too dark. But we'll see. No, Whatever. I think it's. Yeah, I don't think it's too dark. It's right. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any touring on that? I don't know. We're going to do two uh, album release shows for yeah. sure in the Bay, like in, in one January. in the Bay Area, one in yeah, and then one in uh, like Southern California. Yeah, maybe I'll come out. If you can, yeah. yeah. But uh, Bay Area is easier. I might do that anyway. Yeah, mm. that one will be at Bottom of the Hill, and I think it's going to be good. Um, mm. But yeah, I don't know because Matt's moving to Australia. Bob and John are both getting like a Jesus. little bit more settled in their lives. Oh, yeah, you know, Matt will be like, back for those shows, right? Matt will be back for those wow. shows. Yeah, that's awesome. I know it'll be good. I'm excited go. for that. I am too. Go. It'll be yeah. it'll really, really be good to play with them. That's and, awesome. Like just yeah, me and Matt have been best friends since I was six years old. So Jesus. Like, yeah. I haven't seen you guys play together in a long time. It's been a while. Uh, yeah, it's exciting. But I've never seen it. So uh, yeah, well, cool. We'll love. Uh, Awesome. You guys feeling good about things? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Nice. I just ripped that off. I never mind. I ripped that off. <laughs> Mark Marin. He says that at the end of every interview. Oh yeah. Uh, anything else you want to throw out there before we go back inside, drink more beers? What do you uh, want? What do you want to throw, Morgan? I think I'm. I'm, I'm good. I'm cool. all thrown out. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Yes. This is fun. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. Nice. Thank you. We'll do it again uh, soon. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> all right, buddies. Mike, Morgan, Max, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for chatting with me. Uh, thanks for tolerating all my harassment, my words, not yours, um, from all the previous times. It's an absolute blast and pleasure to hang out with you guys. And uh, uh, thank you for reminding me why I do this. Um, I, I, as we did talk about very briefly, I'm I'm in this weird like adult part of my life where it's like, well, we can stop doing most of the harmless and start focusing more on a career. Or we can just keep trying to do both, and the quality of both is kind of lacking, and I understand that. I know that. And, ah, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And then hanging out with these dudes all night long, it's like, oh, yeah, that's why I do this. I do this because it's fun. I love it, and I love meeting people, talking to people, and telling their stories. So thank you for being a part of that. Thank you for listening. I couldn't do any of this without you guys. Uh, please visit MostlyHarmlessPodcast.com. Like me on Facebook, or like us on Facebook. I mean, it's only me, but like like the show on Facebook. Subscribe on iTunes. We're on Stitcher as well. I'm looking into throwing some new stuff, other stuff out there. Uh, maybe if you feel so inclined, buy a t-shirt, help support the show. Uh, might get some more merch, might not, but the merch hasn't really been selling. I've been giving most of it away. And that's about it for that. Um, oh, visit deathwishcopy.com. They're one of the uh, only sponsors of the show uh, without them, and they're highly caffeinated. Um, coffee. There's no way I would be able to function. I drink about a pot of this stuff a week, and it really keeps me keeps me alive, keeps me moving, keeps me grooving. And I was definitely wired as shit on Deathwish Coffee when doing this interview. So DeathwishCoffee.com. Pick up some coffee. Uh, tell the tell the dudes that uh, Damien from Most of the Harmless Podcast sent you their way. And again, Mike Morgan Max, thank you so much for sitting down and chatting with me. It's it just an absolute pleasure. Um, we're going to go ahead and end this episode now with one last song off of uh, a thousand, a thousand, a thousand surfaces. Yeah, I got to stop drinking so much coffee before doing these damn things. What's wrong with me? Uh, but no, uh, we're going to play one last song off a thousand surfaces. Uh, this one is called Nine 
996 tears. It's a Mike song. And then we're going to follow that up because we talked a little bit about Shinobu. They got a new record coming out. I might even do a Shinobu episode here in the next couple of weeks. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going to go on. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and play a track off their upcoming record, 10 Thermidor. Uh, the song is going to be called The Boy. So we got nine. 196 tears. Boy, that's a mouthful. 996 tears. Something like that. Uh, and from A Thousand Surfaces and uh, The Void off Tin Thermidor, Shinobu's new record. So two new songs, both by Mike. Sorry, Morgan. We'll throw you in. Uh, we'll give you an extra song later. Uh, please pick up A Thousand Surfaces out now on Asian Man Records. Seriously, favorite record of the year. Um, and hopefully, if you have not heard it, you will listen to it now, and it will become one of your favorite records of the year. And then Ten Thermidor comes out January 9th. Uh, hopefully, we'll be at that album release show in San Francisco. All right, buddies. Uh, we will see you on the funny pages. Take care now. Have a good Thanksgiving. <laughs>